Chia seeds. Chia seeds. Chia, Chia seeds. seeds. Chia seeds. Chia seeds. Chia seeds. Chia seeds. There's times when I'm like cheesy chia seeds. How come we don't have more listeners and fans? And then there's other times that I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's why. Oh, because we start off saying chia seeds. I feel, I feel like we lose so many people in the first. Yeah, like there's people who are like, well, I'll try this podcast. I'll, I'll give seeds. it a listen. Chia seeds. And then there's like, uh, there's how many episodes that start with just us sucking on mints really obnoxiously well, I mean, in the microphone. That's classic. That's gold. But. You can't come up, like if that's someone's first introduction, they're gonna hate it. They no, have to warm up to like, us so they I can, can go forgive for a us mint for right that. now. Thank you. Oh, you think you know, we they're should gonna be talking thank us because everyone wants mints. Mints are fantastic. Did you, you ever see met the deal I put up know? on Instagram? The deal? Oh, the in three dollar deal? The three dollar deal? I was gonna come in here and throw down three dollars and say I want to be the first one to pod or be the sponsor of the podcast. Okay. I might do it. Let me check my wallet. Let me see what I got. This is entertaining things. You know, I may put down a buck fifty. We can split we the can time. Split it? I don't know what we'll promote. Oh my god! Do you have a buck fifty there? I see two dollars. Yeah, that'll I work. Two bucks. Nice. That's it's happening. Count that in front of the mic. That's two bucks. It's Who's our sponsor? Chia seeds. No, I, I think we'll get to the break. Yeah, and we'll. Oh, we'll, then we can we'll, do our we'll own take a sponsorship break, there, and then yeah, we can think of what to sponsor. I like that. I feel point. like the first person to sponsor it should be us. That's a good point, right? It, it shows our we care, our we care commitment about the to the podcast, yeah, and that we want to support it. So yeah. you should too. This <laughs> is the greatest chapter in Hardy history ever. Yeah, I have to agree with you. You almost, you almost ran your pen out of ink. As did I did. I. It's every page. There's, it's it so potent. Well, except that page. Well, no, I do have, I do have one. This to me felt like if Mel Brooks wrote a Scooby Doo episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's just so much. Let's let's get into it. Let's dive into this. Chapter seventeen. Hostages. hostages. So <laughs> That's again, a great start. Yeah. I'm trying to think From of the last few quick chapters. Work. And before Quick Work was Captured. Captured, yeah. Which was a story of them running away. And we knew <laughs> yeah. the whole time it ended with, we had with dire them being threats. captured. Um, captured. Good God. They've spent a lot of time being kidnapped and and, in, and prisoners yes. of, of this ring of smugglers. And now we're at 17. It's very clear that this whole thing is taking place in this house. There's no secondary story. There's no stolen car. Oh, yeah. Car. I think yeah. that ship sailed. It did me. sail. But um, for me, I would imagine that we would get a little bit more in these last couple chapters, but I see where it's going. I mean, we're definitely getting to the peak of the action. I mean, we're in chapter 17 out of 20. Yeah. It's it's coming down to it. Like, they got to start wrapping some things up and, and building some, some big peaks here. Um, for me, though, compared to the captured chapter, mm-hmm. hostages, I like... I held out hope the yeah. whole time that, like, maybe it wouldn't be that the Hardys would become hostages, but rather either they would take the smugglers take as hostages, hostages or yeah. that Bill Jones, and, like, maybe they would find other hostages that the that the smugglers uh, had see, you know, kidnapped saying. somewhere. Yeah. No, I don't think we're going to... Oh, maybe we will. Bill Jones might be someone, because that's a fake name. He's Ali Singh. You think Bill Jones is Ali Singh? He's got to be. Interesting. Right? 
I mean, I would I would assume that just based on the context of these books, yeah, and the first line of this chapter, <laughs> yeah. that they're not going to be sensitive to <laughs> someone's uh, ethnicity. ethnicity. Yeah, and so if that guy was Bill Jones, I feel like somebody would have allowed in that <laughs> yeah. chapter been like, he looks he looks <laughs> like he's from India though. So Bill Jones is a weird that's a name. Fake name. For well, an maybe that's Indian why they guy. thought that's clearly a fake name. What's your name? Bill Jones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You are All not right. Bill Jones. I know it. I'm going to finish this ankle rub and <laughs> I'm going to take note of that. I forgot that that was a thing. Speaking, My God. Speaking of Indians, <laughs> do you, the first <laughs> sentence, you and I both, we opened I, this up, we yeah. read this sentence, and then we both were like, Wait, what? And like flipped back to the last page of the last chapter to see what we had missed. Do you yeah. know what lithe means? No, no idea. L I T H E, lithe. I, I thought at first when I looked at it, I read little as. Okay. And then I, that's why I was like, oh, wait, there's a bunch of little. What's going on? And then I went back and I was see, like, no, nope, that's lithe. My confusion wasn't like, oh, why little? It was straight to like. What is what does that mean? Yeah. And are Indians this way? So, so that life as Indians. And I thought it said little Indians. To where like now they're being chased by little Indians. Like they run out of this cave and all these little Indians are behind them. Like pygmies or something like that. I understand your confusion. And they're just chasing them and, and shooting bow and arrows. We had things. different confusion. We did, but we were both massively confused. Um, but the first sentence reads... Lithe as Indians, the three hardies hurried across the lawn and disappeared among the trees. Um, so I wrote, whoa, <laughs> we, don't, we don't say that anymore. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I assume lithe in this context means like quiet. Yeah, I imagine they're sneaking. Yeah. Lithe is... Very stealthy. Stealthy, yeah. 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 Stealthy. We could be wrong, though. I as, mean... Cayude or whatever. However we say it. Cayude. Cayude, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless this is Lithi and not live. Lithi as Indians? Like I'm just saying that's pipes? the other way to pronounce it. Like smoking the pipes? Lithi. Lithi. I don't want to dwell on this because there's so much. There's this. so much. Yeah. But let this serve as a beacon of what this chapter is going to be. This, is, this chapter comes out swinging with live as Indians. <laughs> The three hardies hurried across the lawn and disappeared among the trees. Uh, they headed for a road a good distance away. I hope a bus comes along, Frank said to himself. <laughs> what a weird thing to There's say. There's a lot of, of saying and thinking. This is another chapter where strange things get put into quotes. So here's – this is a big joke to me because I did read it as Little Indians at first. So the thought of me thinking there's these little Indians chasing them and Frank like, well, I hope a bus comes. I just imagined the bus running over all the, the <laughs> Oh, I, I was thinking they would like leap onto the side of the bus <laughs> to escape the Indians. No, that would be more Indiana Jones like with the plane taking off and then they get on and they're throwing spears at them. Yeah, good point. Yeah. This is more uh, – like I said, it's a Mel Brooks written episode. Yeah, well, they, they, his thought was rudely interrupted as the boys and their father heard a sound that struck terror to their hearts. Oh, the clatter of the logs tumbling off the trapped door. Trapped <laughs> door, excuse me. 
Um, is it which a log just makes slide? Me think, this is why <laughs> Frank should have helped put more logs on the trapdoor. I don't even remember them doing that. Last chapter, and we pinged on it. Last chapter is like Frank closed the trap door and Joe piled up logs on top of it. And we were like, "Oh, that's did right. Frank not also pile like <laughs> yeah. what a weird division I'll just stare of labor?" At the door. Yeah, okay, I already that's closed right. the door. You pile the logs, <laughs> and now I'm picturing Joe put like two logs a few on sticks. it. <laughs> yeah. It's like what? What is a log to them? Yeah, I feel like there was enough that if these boys cleared a landslide, <laughs> yeah. they could have put more logs on this thing to hold it down. So now they got the log slide going on. And an instant later, a horse shout. <laughs> a horse shouted. A horse shouted. Chief! Red! The Hardys got away! Watch out for them! Back to the chief. Yeah. And another, Red. Another, another name for an Indian. Chief, Red, and Indian. Well, Red is named that because he has red hair. Well, I know, but I'm just saying that's that's three yeah, I, somewhat I, I, I racist see. names for Indians. Or yeah. Native Americans. They rewrote these in 1959, and uh, some things slipped through the cracks, we'll say. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it, I, I want to skip ahead. I, I want to start moving through this more quickly because there's so much better stuff coming, but I don't want to skip anything that you've underlined, which is almost everything, <laughs> it seems. There's a lot. There's but a lot. over the next couple uh, paragraphs, all the smugglers... Uh, Instantly, the place became alive with smugglers flashing their lights. So they're looking in, in yeah. the, the woods. They're combing through the woods. <laughs> another... Dude, that's the line that got me. That's space balls. Comb the desert. I just imagine them saying, all right, comb the woods. And they're just <laughs> going through with the giant comb. Nothing yet, sir. <laughs> we ain't found shiz. Uh, another man emerged from the trap door. He and his companion dashed to the ocean side of the house. And I get that. These these words don't always sync up. There's another great example uh, yeah. in the future that you know exactly what oh, I'm talking I know about. Exactly it's like we don't use about. that term anymore. Yeah. Um, but I, I paused on companion to think like <laughs> he and like his wife, girlfriend, or or I doubt boyfriend would have been tolerated yeah. by by the times. Right. But just like emerging holding hands, like him <laughs> and his companion. Um, so they're like, you know, they're not in the house. They're not down at the shore. I just talked uh, to Klein on the phone down there. They're not at the shore. And put a pin in that because the boys certainly did. And yes, that's going to help them later make bad decisions. Yes, it uh, does. And then uh, Snapman's voice cuts through the night. You better not let those hardies get away. It'll be the pen for all of you. Is that just a cell? I would imagine, or like a, a chicken pen, like instead of sleeping with the fishes, they're going to be sleeping with the chickens. When they're right next to the shore. <laughs> when next to the shore, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I, feel, the, I feel like the pigs may be feeding Because it's the also pigs. short for penitentiary sometimes of like, you know, yeah. I got sent up to the pen. Yeah. But I doubt that Snapman is threatening these guys with prison because they're all criminals. Yeah, he's not like he can turn them over or anything. Yeah, he can't yeah. be like, hello, police chief. Hey, I'm their leader, but I want to turn them in. There's some guys who <laughs> who let the Hardys get away. <laughs> Former detective Fenton Hardy. We were gonna kill him, you see. We were gonna put him on a boat with Ali Singh's friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ali well, Singh. I mean, we weren't gonna kill smuggler. him. Ali Singh was gonna kill them. Do we have connection? Are you there, Ali Singh, the smuggler? The smuggler. He he stole all those on rare Indian drugs. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's a line the with Marco that Polo. in a little bit that gets me up. Oh, yeah. Um, but Fenton Hardy's got a gun. He took Malloy's, came a warning voice from the far side of the house. Uh, he never misses his mark, they yell. And I'm like, that's a... That's a cool reputation. I yeah. got. I got. Not only is he the great detective, but he is also a man who never. He's a marksman. The mark. He's a marksman. Yeah. How many people is he shooting? For someone who never misses the mark, he sure is. You know, hell gets kidnapped a lot. And Maybe he should start carrying a gun. Well, we find out about his rules about his gun later in the yeah, chapter. Yes, we do. He's got <laughs> rules, just like The Rock and Walking Tall. <laughs> or no. That was the rundown. That's the rundown. It's the dude. rundown. Yeah, and I just rewatched it. Why don't you Hold use guns? Up, because when I guns, when guns get in my hands, bad things, things happen. happen. What a line, dude! That's a great film. They it they really build is. that up like four times for the ultimate payoff. Yes, when he's cocking he's those cocking shotguns it with his, under, his, under arm. his armpit. Yeah. Oh, no one has ever looked cooler than The Rock in that movie. So I have a thing. Against guns? Against gun violence in movies and it being glorified. And I find that the more the more unrealistic it is, mm-hmm. the more I'm okay with it. Oh, same. Because like I feel like guns do awful things to people, and a lot of people have like very scary interactions with guns. Mm-hmm. And if you make a movie that like if somebody's being held up with a gun, like that's a real thing that people deal with and that yeah. can like trigger people and so like i i sh- th- that makes me uncomfortable but like something like john wick is just so far like i feel like the number of people who can be like well yeah i was trying to drive home from work mm-hmm. and then i w- watched this russian mafia shootout <laughs> yeah where this one man <laughs> wrecking ball uh, they killed his dog, I guess, right before they Something got to where happened. I was at, yeah. at, at Fifth and Elm. But did he run uh, out of ammo ever? No, no. that's what's amazing. <laughs> I don't think I saw him reload once. How many backpacks of ammo did he have with him? None. None. How many number two pencils did he have? One. Just the one. <laughs> he just kept stabbing people with it. Uh, so with this, though, like when I think of marksmen and, and walking tall, like – yeah. That I feel like is so ridiculous that I'm okay. And if there's ever people running like an illegitimate gold mine, yeah, and Dwayne Johnson comes <laughs> in with dueling shotguns uh, that he's cocking underneath his arms, yeah, that's awesome. I'm okay with that. You're darn tootin' you are. Uh, but Fenton Hardy here has a reputation as a marksman, and that's exciting. Yeah, uh, that this I, is, that doesn't surprise me. This is the first time in this book that I've been like, yeah, Fenton, you are kind of cool. Like, if everyone is like, oh, you don't want to be, like, Fenton yeah. doesn't miss his mark. Yeah. Like, that's a sweet, that's like yeah. Django style. This is the first time it's not like, well, Fenton, you know, Fenton, he's a great detective and he has really dumb kids. Or he's got this awesome uh, wig drawer. He's or, a great uh, detective. You can go ask him. We have him locked up downstairs <laughs> yeah, tied to a cot. You can ask him about what a great detective he is. Do you remember a year ago when he got locked up again and he disappeared with old Red Jackley? He's back at it again. He's back in the pirate costume. <laughs> when the fracas had started, did that get underlined on your page too? Uh, I wanted to, but I feel like it's a word that I've heard Brett Hoy say. So <laughs> I didn't know if it was one that you already had known. I feel like ruckus is a thing. But this is F-R-A... C A S fracas 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 uh, lingua fracas. No, maybe that's what I was actually thinking of. <laughs> the food fracas. <laughs> <laughs> the 
the language of fracas. Um, uh, the detective had pulled his sons to the ground, told them to lie flat, face down, and not move. And I imagine what they had done was they laid on the ground, face down, and started telling lies to each other. <laughs> Where Joe's like, hey, Frank, you're my real brother. You weren't adopted. I just thought with this, like, their dad told them to lie face down and not move. And there'd be two things of, like, one, they already were. Because we discovered in the last book, like, they laid During, face down yeah. uh, when they were hiding, when from, hiding the spotlight. from the spotlight. Yeah, anytime they see flashlights, they just hit the ground. But I can also Smart. see Joe protesting and being like, well, then how am I supposed to hear if there's footsteps if my face is down? I need my ear down and my face to the side. Can dad. I lay on my side? Yeah, that's actually, wow. Good Can thought. I lay on my side and Fenton's like, hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you should try laying on your side, Dad. Maybe I can hear you better. <laughs> you know what, son? This is nice. <laughs> this works. I can hear things. <laughs> yeah. And in fact, now they could hear the pounding steps of the smugglers as they dashed among the trees. Um, so, so they're hearing side to side, not up and down. So they can hear outside, but not underneath it's them. Stereo. This is amazing. Yeah. yeah this is good stuff. So I, I imagine them, people, everyone outside is running and they're listening, you know, laying on their stomach. And as they walk in, all three turn in unison <laughs> to their sides. <laughs> and now they're listening that way. So they can hear in uh, they can hear direction but not distance. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um. So they they were going to make a run for the road, try to hop on a bus. Yeah. Um. Just foolproof plan. <laughs> yeah. Um. But instead, Mister Hardy raised oh, his no. head and looked toward the Pollitt Mansion. Boys, he said tensely, "We'll make a run for the kitchen door." The men won't expect us to go there. And I wrote, no. of course not. Because <laughs> no logical Because person. that's a bad place to go. Yeah. That's a, a bad plan. You're clearly out. They can't find you. you you're in a escaped. wooded area. Jump off if, where that telescope was from the first chapter. If being in the house would was a good idea, you would still be in the <laughs> yeah, house. Yeah, you wouldn't have ran you outside. Have run out and at, put at the sound of, to block you from going back in. God. Uh, so they, they make it to the house. Apparently no one had seen them, says the narrator. <laughs> um, then we get the, uh, I, I want to skim for the oh, sake skim, of time, skim. but it's so good. Yeah. It's like this conversation reveals oh, my, so my much. My favorite line is coming up. Uh, when Snapman doesn't find us outdoors, Joe whispered, won't he look here to make sure? Yes, Mr. Hardy replied. But by that time, I hope the Coast Guard and State Police will arrive. Joe and I found a hidden stairway to the attic, Frank spoke up. Snapman won't think of looking in it. Let's hide up there. You forget the ghost, <laughs> Joe reminded his brother. He knows we found that stairway. I'd like to believe at this what? point that Joe thinks it's really still a ghost. Like, I wish he would have been like, but a ghost lives in the attic, <laughs> yeah. guys. It's guys, haunted. The ghost. Don't you the remember? Ghost. I, he's being dead serious, though, and right? The ghost can see us from everywhere because he's got two really good telescope eyepieces. <laughs> he can see into our soul. <laughs> but oh no! So it gets actually stranger from there. Yeah, the next but, couple but lines to follow the logic so far. Yeah, Joe uh, Frank says, "Let's go up in the attic." Snapman won't think to hide in that. But Joe's like, "Hey, they know about the attic because, and they know that we went to the attic." 
Yeah. And then Mr. Hardy says, nevertheless, Frank's suggestion is a good one. This is like the opposite of nevertheless. Like, this is less. Right. Frank's suggestion is a good one, but less good. <laughs> it is always the less, now that we know this. Let's go to the attic. Were any clothes hanging in the closet that might be used to conceal the door? <laughs> yes. How specific, yes. Fenn? A, a man's a bathrobe on a rod. All I could think right here was, I solved it. I know what's going on in this book. Do you? Fenton wasn't kidnapped. He's having an affair with Mrs. Robinson. Oh. He left his bathrobe in there. The boy showed up. He realizes if the you know, state police or if the Coast Guard comes and they find that bathrobe with my initials on it, people are going to know I wasn't kidnapped. I, I was here seeing a lady. I wish he would requ- retort quickly and be like, wait, wait, wait. How do you know it's a man's bathrobe? <laughs> that FH could stand for anything. Yeah. We didn't say it had FH on it, Dad. It's frogs hopping. It was it's, a green bathrobe. It was a froggy, froggy bathrobe. How did you see the bathrobe? <laughs> we didn't say it was green. So the Hardys did not dare use a light and had to make their way along by feeling walls. Amazing. And the stair banister. Amazing. Uh, with Frank in the lead and Mr. Hardy between the boys. So they get to the second floor and they realize the smugglers are coming back. The lights are headed this way. And so the Hardys doubled their speed, but it was still slow going, and they banged into chairs <laughs> and a wardrobe as Frank felt his way along the hall toward the bedroom where the hidden staircase was. At this point, turn on a light because you're making so much noise banging into chairs and hitting your knees into cabinets. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to get to one of my comments that I wrote on the margin in a second, but it's very relevant here as well. So just I'm putting a pin in this. Yeah, pin it. Um, but so finally the trio reached the door, and just as Frank was about to open the door to the attic, a door on the first floor was swung open with a resounding bang. <laughs> Scatter and search every room, Snapman's crisp voice rang out. We're trapped, Joe groaned. Yeah, <laughs> this was your plan. What did you think yeah, was going to happen? You think they're going to go outside looking when they have to get back to the boats and you sail s- off before the Coast Guard? Even if they wouldn't come to the attic, your plan was let's go back into the house yeah. and stay there. <laughs> and hide and wait for the Coast Guard. And, and our plan is to go to a room with only one exit. <laughs> and that exit is a dark one through the rest of the house. Yeah. So this isn't a surprise. Like... He should be like, oh, now we're trapped like we were planning all along. <laughs> it worked, guys. We're because trapped now. Because we're bad detectives. <laughs> and this is why you don't listen to Frank. I feel like this is all a learning lesson from Fenton where he's like, you know what? We'll take your dumb suggestion. I'm going to get killed for it, but you'll never forget this. This is a we're life all lesson die, to you, but you'll son. learn something right yeah. before we die. As he's what, bleeding out, what, what, learn, what did you learn? Don't. <laughs> Trap yourself on purpose, Dad. That's that's right, son. That's right. Good night. We're trapped. Maybe not, Frank said hopefully. I have a hunch Klein was the ghost. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) It's possible that he's the only one who knows about the stairway, and he's down at the shore. Enough about the ghost, Frank. Calm down. Why would you have a hunch that Klein, <laughs> of this massive troop of smugglers... His dad just looks over. He's like, that's right, son. Throw out random hunches. <laughs> Let's You've learned well. Look what happened with Snapman. I was right. Just go with it, guys. I knew it the whole time. 
Did you have any clues? No, I just said it was him, and the universe willed it. So, Will it to me, Riggs? So, <laughs> so I have a hunch Klein was a ghost, and it's possible that he's the only one who knows about the stairway, and he's down at the shore. Remember? Because Klein had phoned them from the shore, and they remembered that. Whoa. So based on that memory of Klein making a phone call from the shore, yeah. they decide uh, that it's possible You know, he's down at the shore. So then Mr. Hardy says... We'll risk going up based on the fact that <laughs> there was a phone call that Klein made from the shore earlier, and that's who you have a hunch is the ghost. Uh, we'll risk going up, Mr. Hardy decided, but not a sound. He slid the bathrobe across the rod so that it would hide the door. And his initials. <laughs> tore off a small patch of fabric from the belt of the rope. <laughs> I'm not eating it. What are you talking about? Uh, so they, the stairs creak. Joe informed him. My and this favorite is my favorite part. It's the 1920s. Everything, Everything creaks. creaks. Yeah. The chairs, the stairs, the, the floorboards. Everything <laughs> creaks. It's the 1920s. <laughs> Ugh. And then you want to read Mr. Hardy's plan here? Oh, yeah. I'm Mis- going gonna, gonna to do this the next time that... Like I, I'm. Oh, I want to try this right now. I, like if we're on set somewhere, like in a wooden floor yeah. house, like I want to try this method to see if it works. Go ahead. Mister Hardy told his sons to push down the tread slowly but firmly with their hands and hold them there until they put one foot between them, then raise up to their full weight and lean forward so you won't lose your balance. He warned. I just feel like. Dad's starting to say some weird stuff to the boys. <laughs> this isn't gonna. This isn't gonna go well here. Like, how's it gonna be less squeak? Like, what I? Dad's lost his mind. So this he's been floor. trapped and not fed for days. <laughs> he's bark like a dog. Pretzel crumbs. <laughs> yeah, soggy pretzel crumbs and chocolate. <laughs> not brain food. Like this floor in this room squeaks. Yeah. And if you move really slowly, <laughs> yeah. then it creaks longer and louder. If you move really quick, then it's like, Meh. and it's yeah. over. How do you think so- Leslie's family walks at night <laughs> while he's at his typewriter trying to write his novel? I'm trying to write up here. <laughs> Crawl around on the ground like demon children. Push. The treads down with your hands, put with your, your full body, hands, and then raise up to your full weight. But, but, Am I but asking Dad, that my, much? my hands hurt. I'm tired of crawling. There's nails everywhere. <laughs> Hammer them in with your body weight. Use extra logs that aren't on the trap door. Uh, oh, Lord. And lean forward so you won't lose your balance. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Dad. How do you walk again? <laughs> do you lean backwards as you're going upstairs or forwards? I always I'm forget Always this. backwards. That's what I thought. I learned how to walk from weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's how Frank and Joe and the Hardy yeah. just do the weekend at Bernie shuffle and, and doing that breathing everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> just leaned back limp. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about their breathing, too. Not to mention the guards turning on and off their lights, and they all have epilepsy. (laughs) Joe has another seizure. So after closing... So uh, they reach the attic without having made a sound. 
which is impossible. Which is insane, yeah. Uh, after closing the door, Joe and his father quickly followed. The three moved noiselessly to a spot out of sight of the stairway behind a large trunk. Also not possible. They're in a house built built in the 1800s. Yeah. I mean, if they're in the old pilot place, yeah. I mean, this isn't a modern No, I imagine that the floorboards are going to be creakier than the stairs. Oh, yeah. And now they're just running across those. Noiselessly. Yeah. I don't get it. No one does. So they sat down and waited, not daring even to whisper, but from downstairs they could hear running footsteps, banging <gasps> doors, and loud talk. And for me, like, the, how many movies, like Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yeah. Um, mm. the Rafifi, maybe? Um, there's a handful of, like, heist films mm. where you make noise, uh, the Italian job. Uh, where you make noise based on like a predictable clock, or so like you hide your noise oh, behind yeah. other noise, right? Um, and like like in Shawshank Redemption, every time it thunders, that's when he bangs on the yeah. pipe with the rock and stuff. I feel like with everyone running through this creaky house, they could just walk because it's just going to creak, and there's people everywhere. Yeah, it's not like they're going to notice, and they're shouting. Yeah. And banging on doors. Yeah. yeah. And loud talk. Not here. Not, not here. here. Not here. Like, I feel like a good move here would have been Fenton Hardy being like, Not, not here. here. <laughs> yeah. Not in the attic yeah. behind this trunk. I saw them outside <laughs> next to the pond. The search seemed to come to an end for the second floor group had gathered right in the room where the secret staircase was. <laughs> this is it. The end. We're going to search. They're going to search up here. Frank thought woefully. Some woeful thinking, Frank. Now, I misread this line, and I'm glad I did because the real line is, oh, this is Amazing, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is, this is how, I'm going to read it how I misread it at first. His father reached over and grasped a handful of each of his sons <laughs> in a reassuring grip. <laughs> but it's his father reached over and grasped a hand of each of his sons in a reassuring grip. That's better for me. <laughs> Someone yanked open the closet door, and the Hardys became tense. Would the, the man's robe, <laughs> would the robe over the entrance to the secret stairway fool him? Here we go. Thanks again, 1950s narrator. Would the robe over the entrance to the secret stairway fool him? Find out next week. <laughs> and do the initials FH really stand for frog hoppers? <laughs> <laughs> Empty, the man announced and shut the door. The smugglers went downstairs. Bullet this, dodge. This one, I, I I read it right, but I imagined it wrong. It just says there were fevered handshakes among the detective and his sons, to where I thought like after they dodged that bullet, they just started shaking each other's hands. Like, well done, doctor, doctor, doctor. Good, Good job. job. You've done it. Do you concur? <laughs> um. Yeah. So, and then other than this. They did not move a muscle of their bodies. Yeah. Although they inwardly wow. relaxed. And I wrote, that's muscles. Yeah. Like, that's... Yeah, that's where they are. It's just poor writing. On the insides. <laughs> inwardly, with their muscles, yeah. they relaxed. You have to um, use your spirit muscles. Now, new worries assailed the Hardys. Uh-oh. It was possible that Snapman and his gang, having been alerted would move out and disappear before the police or Coast Guard could get to the house on the cliff. Mm. And then this is a... Uh, real quick, how long do you think we've been talking? 30. 
on the nose. Yeah, always. Well done, sir. Always. You're very good at that. Thank you. Uh, I, I want to cover this last part, and then we'll take a break before the, the finale of oh, this yeah. chapter. Um, but this section's just so weird. <laughs> I know, it gets For them real to spend wild. the time to think about this, and I think that they're wrong as well, but... Do you want to start with the, at the bottom of the of one forty six there on the left? Frank's heart gave a jump. Frank's heart gave a jump. He suddenly realized that his father was hiding to protect his sons. Had he been alone, the intrepid detective would have been downstairs battling to get the better of Snapman and break up the smuggling ring. No, <laughs> if if he was alone. He would be. He would still be tied starving. to a cot, yeah. <laughs> very hungry, begging for food. He would be too writing false short. letters to his family without the secret code. <laughs> I wish that that was Frank's fantasy. Is like, man, if we weren't here, I bet Dad would be crying as he was writing these letters. What else do you want me to yeah. say? I'm sorry. Here, I'm, I do. I normally I put this little secret emblem at the bottom. It's I just my initials. It's I the same you. ones on the bathrobe. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Robinson meant nothing to me. But I thought I'd tell you because I like you. Because you guys <laughs> seem like nice guys, and I want to be your friend. <laughs> Can I even buy you that pretzel? Pretzel. What Pete a swell father he is. <laughs> uh, that's in quotes with an exclamation mark. Frank thought. <laughs> then. Another idea came to him. Not just one, <laughs> but, two. but two ideas. Quote, <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's not an be, idea. <laughs> that's a thought. No, here's the idea. Quote, maybe being here isn't such a bad plan after all. Dad might have been fatally shot if he'd have been anywhere else on the property. <laughs> this, yes. This, what, this is, what this is also is it's Frank trying to cope with his plan being a bad plan. <laughs> well, maybe if I didn't suggest this, Dad would have definitely died. Yeah. He would have got shot. Had I not had this plan for us to get <laughs> trapped uh, with, with no exits. Dad might have been shot, but now Dad might be shot and us. But we have Malloy's gun, and Dad's a crack shot. Yeah. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> so we're about to we're about to get into the last little uh, little exchange here. So I want to take a break. We'll uh, we'll hear from our shared sponsor. Our first sponsor, yeah. Uh, and then we'll be back with the rest of the chapter. <sighs> Beautiful. I would like everyone to know that. I feel like most ads and podcasts do it this way. We're going to take the break, and then we're going to record the second half of the chapter, and only when we're done with the full episode will we record the ad. I like that idea. So we won't be able to really address the ad in the second half. Yeah. We have no idea what it's going to be. Yeah. it's still. I like that. It's still, like the Hardy Boys, quite a mystery. (laughs) And with that, the boys took a break. This episode of the Hardy and Sons podcast is brought to you by Carl Weathers' new endeavor, Carl Weathers Weathered Leather. Carl Weathers Weathered Leather is lighter than severed leather. When Carl Weathers weathered his severed letters, leathers, he does so with the help of his wife, wife Heather Weathers, who always overweathers his leather with the heavy pull from Carl Weathers' leather weather lever. After the untimely death of Carl Weathers' chainsaw rever, older brother, mispronounced brother, Jeff Weathers. Carl Weathers began to feel under the weather because of his deader brother. So he scraped together a leather shredder redder than his brother's hemorrhagic 
cyst cheddar. Now that Carl Weathers feels better as an elder weather, he has finally began to tether his leather with pleather for the ultimate comfort altogether. So come on down to Carl Weathers Weathered Leather and get yourself some high quality tethered pleather with pleasure that lasts forever and that no other man could measure whatsoever. And we're back. And we're back. What an amazing advertisement that was. Oh my gosh. I mean, it was so advertising. I, f- I feel like because you need to go quickly after this. Yeah. You should send me a writ- some written copy for an ad that I just have to read. Oh, yeah. Blind, like, hot take. I like that. Yeah. Um, Whatever your ad says. Yeah. That's what I'll read, and that'll be the ad, and I'll... This is dangerous. I like this. I'm putting myself out there. Yeah, you're going to get wild with this one, I promise you. What, 15 seconds or 30 seconds? What does $3 buy the uh, people? Uh, I'd say a minute. I feel like like a a podcast sponsorship commercial is a minute. Yeah. Do you want me to script the entire thing, or just write out an idea of what it is, and you take hot takes on it? Um... That's up to you. I, I I'll see what I can. Come I think up with. if I were doing this to you, I would write a full script and make <laughs> okay. you read the full script. But that's also more work. Uh, I will write the full script because I have twelve hours on a plane of doing nothing. Where are you going again? Uh, Manchester. Nice. That's like fifteen minutes away. Yeah, it's in Atlanta. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know the Manchester you're talking about. I don't even know. There's got to be a Manchester in Atlanta. Oh, there's a Manchester, Manchester everywhere. Like, yeah. There's, yeah, there's like... Yeah, it's a... Well, there's a street, hipster but then there's street. a town. Oh, there's a town too? Yeah, Manchester isn't just a hipster street. Manchester goes all the way from the city to like 25 miles outside, unbroken, <sighs> one long Manchester road. Dang. It's crazy long. Dang. Um, Dang. And with that, all of our <laughs> listeners turned off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Nailing it. I love that. Uh, uh, so when we last left them, before that ad. Um, that phenomenal ad. It was really well written. We're putting a lot of pressure on that. Oh, yeah. It'll be good. So uh, they're, they're, they're still in hiding in this attic. Uh, and then they start to recognize Snapman and Klein's voices on the second floor. Oh, God. Yeah, there's a secret stairway to the attic, Klein announced. I found it when I was playing Ghost. (laughs) (laughs) I love that he calls it that. That everyone knew. I mean, everything that anyone thinks is 100% true in these books. Like, you thought it was Snapman? It's Snapman. You thought it was a ghost? He thought it was a ghost. Everyone thinks it's a ghost. And and he thought it was Klein that was the ghost. And here, Klein Here's is Klein. saying, a page later, <laughs> hey, remember when I was playing ghost guys? And them Hardy Boys, they found it too. And then one of the weirdest sentences, and, and I want to say, okay, I want to be delicate with this. And as a warning, this sentence has the word dick in it to describe a detective, which is a thing. Yes, that's definitely. Dick Tracy. Yeah. Yeah. I dick. would like to if we can if we can just ignore that part. I yeah. think the rest of it is one of these weird the room is wired. <laughs> the room is fine. Things, I read the same thing. And just a weird <laughs> clunky way of of saying like, "Oh yeah, they're probably up there." Yeah. <laughs> um but instead he says, "Do you want to take it?" Uh so I found it when I was playing Ghost. 
And them Hardy Boys, they found it too. I'll bet my last take on those rare drugs we're getting tonight that the dick and his sons are up in the attic. I'll bet my last take <laughs> on those rare drugs we're getting tonight that they're up in the attic. Those rare drugs. Tonight at 11.45. The Hardy's From Ali spirit, Singh. The Hardy spirits sank. They were going to be captured again after all. Which... <laughs> I what have to imagine expect? that this is not the last time in these 58 books from the original series that they're going to get captured. Yeah. And that should be just a tagline. Like, that could be a t-shirt. <laughs> Along with a new Jerd Mergler. Oh, the best of My shirts. My name is Jerd Mergler. I haven't, I'm buying it tonight because I've been <laughs> dying to figure out what color I want. And I look at the yellow, and I'm just like, that's just so school. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it feels like I would have worn that in third grade. I love the blue, but or, I think I'm going that yellow. Or it's classic. That you're like a high school guidance counselor. Yeah. On orientation day. I like that. My name is Jerry. I'm Mergler. going yellow. I have to go yellow. I love it. I really do. It's like a number two pencil. <sighs> they were going to get be captured again after all. Again and again <laughs> and again. And for the third time this book. Yes, that's nothing but being captured. This, this is book. Fenton Hardy's third capturing. The world's greatest detective yeah. is about to pull a hat trick <laughs> on kidnaps. Uh, they heard the door at the foot of the stairway open. Go up and look, Klein, ordered Snapman. Not me. Fenton Hardy has Malloy's gun. I said go up. You can't make me, Klein objected in a whining voice. I'd be a sure target. Because I couldn't see him. He'd be behind there, li- lying on the ground with his sons, face sideways. Down. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them face down, one of them sideways, listening to footsteps and God knows what else. Uh, I never know what hit me. <laughs> Despite the grave situation, Frank and Joe's faces were creased in smiles. But they faded, as Snapman said, I'll go myself. Give me that big light. <laughs> How big? <laughs> well... That's a great question. Yeah. And this is a good time to say there's a picture, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. On this. This is where they have yet again put a picture opposite this page that has not happened yet. We're like, we see the next scene before we even have a chance to read it. Yeah, we see the end of this chapter. Two yeah, pages. Oh, chapter. Yeah, we, we see the final scene from the end of this chapter. When there's still two pages. Two pages, yeah. yeah. Um, and... The line, the caption of this photo. So, so the, the the illustration is a flashlight being shined on what is clearly Fenton Hardy and his two sons. Yes, uh, hiding in an attic next to a trunk. I don't know how they ever got behind that trunk. And but... Joe's the only one shielding his eyes because he's blonde with blue eyes, and his eyes are sensitive to light. Yeah, yeah. But the caption doesn't actually. It's not a line in the book. It's never so. So the caption is. You are my hostages, the smuggler sneered. And no, never on the next two pages is the line, you are oh, my hostages. Right. Uh, there, there, he does say, I'm getting ahead of ourself. Um, but he says, uh, I mean, the smuggler said, that you are my hostages. But he did not sneer it, and he did not exclaim, you are my hostages. Yeah, for the next he said, page. I mean it. But in this illustration, due to the perspective... That light is bigger than the Hardys. And so when you say, <laughs> how big is this light? 
It's a pretty big light. It's hard to tell because the, what I would assume was supposed to be a hand is cut off, but that could also be like a guy bending over <laughs> with the whole thing underneath his arm, like holding up this massive beacon. <laughs> Can't unsee it. It is, it's like it's shot with a split diopter. Yeah, I was just going to say shot with tell. a split diopter. Yeah. There's the trunk, though. Yeah, I don't know how they got behind that. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, there's the bathrobe. So give me that big light. <laughs> Suddenly, is it? No. Fenton's wearing it. <laughs> Suddenly, a brilliant beam was cast into the attic. It moved upward, accompanied by heavy footsteps. Jesus, now he's into flashlights. My God. We're going to get the inner workings of this flashlight. Powered by D batteries. <laughs> Hardy, if you want to live... Say so, Snapman said, an evil ring in his voice. Mm. No answer from the detective. This is, again, back to my preferred style of writing from the narrator. This, like, the silence, my, my favorite the line was, yeah, that, like, they listened. Silence. Oh, yeah. This is that same thing. Uh, we've got you cornered this time. Mr. Hardy did not reply. I bet you like that. I liked it so much. <laughs> Listen, Hardy, Snapman shouted. I know you're up there because you moved that bathrobe. I'll give you just one minute to come down out of that attic. And this is, again, where I thought, like, before we were doing the bit about it being Fenton's bathrobe, Joe had originally been like, yeah, there's a man's bathrobe. And I just wish that every time it come up, like, they had moved the man's bathrobe. (laughs) (laughs) I know I know you're up there because you moved the man's bathrobe. <laughs> Why even the move the bathrobe? Bath- I like that. That's just calling attention that there's a secret door there. Like if you moved a man's bathrobe and he normally has it like on the shower, but all of a sudden you move it three feet away. Clearly it's like, well, why did someone move that there? And now you're calling attention to the secret door. That is a secret door. And how did they know how the bathrobe was hanging yeah, earlier? Yeah, who's, who's keeping you're an like, eye on this bathrobe? Second, this bathrobe moved. This man's bathrobe moved. <laughs> so I'll give you one minute to come down out of that attic. Still no answer. And an interval of silence followed. Yes. Oh, my. Then came Snapman's voice again. This is your last chance, Hardy. Nearly a minute went by without a sign from the two enemy camps. Then Snapman moved up the stairs a few more steps and said one of the weirdest things in a very (laughs) weird way. Do you want this one? Hardy, I have a proposition to make to you, he said presently. I know you don't want to die. And you want those boys of yours to live, too. Well, so do I want to live. (laughs) So let's call it quits. Well, so do I want to live. Yeah. All right. Cool. The detective maintained his silence, and Snapman continued up the steps. Uh, Oh, and this is where we get... The Dwayne Johnson side of... Oh, yeah. Give you my word. I won't shoot you. And I know you never fire first unless you have to. It's, uh, I feel like that rhymed. I feel like that's one of those things where 
you're you're saying it like with hope. Yeah. And in that way that like I'm trying to think of an example. I do this with my clients sometimes where I'm like and I know you're not one of those people who's going to like text me changes like you know put it in frame.io or you know put it in an email. Yeah. But I only say it that way because I'm absolutely terrified that they're going they're to gonna text do that. me yeah. changes. Yeah, yeah, you plant it in their head to where That's they're like, it. oh, of course we're not that yeah. person. So I like this psychology uh, he's, he's playing on. I'm like, yeah. now I know you're not going to shoot me in the head when I walk up these stairs. Yeah. A moment later, he appeared at the top of the stairs, empty-handed except for the light. In a moment, he spotted the Hardys with his high-powered flashlight. Well, that was quick. Bought from Sears Robot. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the proposition Your lives In exchange for mine And my gangs How do you mean Mr. Hardy asked coldly Oh I just also like I think the question Mr. Hardy should have asked me like, Wait how do you think I have any leverage Whatsoever yeah. in this situation You and your gang could Quickly kill us Well he's got the gun Like you already almost have twice Very true I would just lock He's him up and a burn revolver. it. And Math burn the place says, down. Yeah. Math yeah. says you got six smugglers. Snackman can be like, hey, you six go up there. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Malloy's gun doesn't even have a firing pin. I took it out. So th- this is this is the big reveal scene. Like, Here's the proposition. Your lives in exchange for mine and my gangs. How do you mean, Mr. Hardy asked coldly. I mean, the smuggler said, that you are my hostages. So that's the Whoa. big, you are my hostages, sneered the smuggler. Yeah. No. No. This no. was just very much, hey, I'm sorry, I got Sorry, I said it weird <laughs> earlier, and I'm clarifying now. I mean, you are my hostages. That's what I meant. Sorry, I said the thing about <laughs> uh, the live exchange thing. That was weird. Hostages? Nice voice crack. Thank you. Frank and Joe exclaimed together. Yes. If my men and I can get our stuff moved away before the police or Coast Guard might happen in here, then you can leave a little later. <laughs> but, uh, but if they do come? Uh, then I'll bargain with them, Snapman answered. And I don't think they'll turn me down. They don't know where you are, but I'll make them understand I mean business. And if they take me, you three die. <gasps> Frank and Joe gasped. That was a great gasp. Thank you. And then we get the, the narrator's bias. <laughs> the famous Fenton Hardy and his sons were to be used as a shield to protect a ruthless gang of criminals? Find out next week. Yeah, what a weird voice to keep slipping in. Yeah, I know. I don't know what he was like watching the, or the what. The thinking in quotes and then the narrator asking these questions. Yeah. He has taken a turn for the worst with his writing style. I, he, he peaked in the first half <laughs> yeah. of this chapter with a lithe, lithe as Indians. That was his best work. Oh. The boys looked at their father in consternation. To their amazement, he looked calm, but his mouth was drawn in a tight line. <laughs> We've seen that, that once before. <laughs> yeah. We've seen tight-lipped, tight-lined, straight-lipped Fenton Hardy. <laughs> It's my favorite visual in the world. It's just like he's consistently sucking on warheads. <laughs> those little butthole lips. <laughs> super tiny, super crisp. So I'm doing Snapping the artwork. <laughs> I'm doing the artwork for this, and I I just don't want it to be that. Uh, it won't do you any good to shoot me, Hardy. 
the smuggler said. What? <laughs> no. Do you have a typo, or do just I have a typo? It won't do you any good to shoot me, Hardy, the smuggler said. Do you have a name? The smuggler said. Then what? Oh, my God. Mallory. <laughs> Mallory. Oh, man. Mallory. Yeah. Mallory. So instead of Malloy, it's M-A-L-L-O-R-Y. Yeah. So they've added an R to make it... Mallory said all the... Ch- Sorry. Mallory. <laughs> Mallory said all the chambers in that in that gat are empty but one. Wait, it's a Gatling gun? <laughs> it's as big as the flashlight that's being pointed at them. It's a Gatling gun with, with one bullet. With the laser pointer. Uh, if the gang hears a shot, they'll be up here in a minute to finish you all off properly. Nice. And I wrote, why not bring them all now? Like, that seems like the yeah, safest thing. Yeah, that's a thing. great question. Like, yeah. say, hey, guys, come up here. Yeah. We're going to overpower well, the Hardys again. He thinks he's Kevin Spacey, and he thinks this is the negotiator. So he's going up there like, hey, I'm your friend. I'm not trying to hurt you. The guys... I'm keeping them downstairs. Toss me the gun. I'll make sure you and your kids live. See, I would have skewed more for... Uh, there's a, I would throw rocks at them. No, I was going to say, instead of the, the Kevin Spacey, there's a uh, like eight-part little TV miniseries. Yeah, yeah, with John with Leguizamo. John Leguizamo and... Yeah. Uh, the Killing Point. Donnie... Donnie Wahlberg, Donnie dude, Wahlberg. yeah. The Killing Burgers. Point? Or is it the killing point or the killing zone? Or I think it's called the killing point. No, it's not called the killing point. Man, it's that's gonna drive me crazy. Point. I hate that I've seen that twice. I um, love that show though. The guy draws the like little bunny people, the evil people that are inside of him, the little demons. Remember the one friend? He's sick. It's John Leguizamo's buddy, and he kind of goes crazy, and he's always oh, yeah, doodling yeah. those he's evil got, things he's got inside PTSD. of him. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, the killing point. Oh, this is gonna drive me nuts. Anyways, it might be the killing point. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm not gonna. Do we it. didn't look up lithe. You're right. Or f- I'm lithe as an Indian right now. I can tell you that. <laughs> My pets are fracassing. I'm lithe, but not as much as an Indian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. So Snapman is up here with no bargaining. Uh, the Hardys realize that if Snapman's remark about the gun were true. They were indeed at the mercy of the cunning, of this mm. cunning, scheming, conniving smuggler. He now started backing toward the stairway. That being Snapman. Uh, I think I'm a pretty fair guy, he said with a trace of a satisfied smile. Nice. And one to be hated and feared, Joe thought in a rage. <laughs> We've got to outwit this man somehow. He determined. <laughs> and then we get one of the best closing lines of a Hardy Boys as we've gotten like three or four times so far this book. But at the moment, the possibility of this looked hopeless. Classic. I imagine I'm going to turn the page and it just says captured again or something. You know what I was waiting for? I don't know what you were waiting for. What were you waiting for? The ghost to come back. It's like all this is lining for it to up, not and be then climbed. you just hear like, and it scares the smugglers. And it scares the smugglers. Why? Why didn't they think of that? I don't. They know. They were afraid of the ghost. Like I'm yeah. saying, Joe 
could have pretended to be a ghost. Could have pretended <laughs> that all the smugglers would have been a scared. Yeah. Of the g- g- Then look ghosts. over at Mallory, and Mallory's like, it's not me this time. Or Klein. Mallory. Look over at Klein, and Klein's just like, oh, Klein's first me. name is Mallory. That's where it comes Mallory from. Mallory Klein. MK. You know, there is a woman Ultra. who we just saw who's called like this this gaunt woman or something like that. Yeah. Um, she could be Mallory. And Mallory could have. Oh. Mallory, who is gaunt, could have been talking about Malloy, who's truculent. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of good adjectives about this smugglers gang. I feel like if they were named like the uh, seven dwarves, you'd have like. Oh my God. Truculent, yes. swarthy, and. <laughs> yeah, gaunt, swarthy, truculent. Sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> Rubsy. Sleepy was truculent. <laughs> Rubsy was Japanese the one who got silky. the rub down. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what a chapter. I feel like this gets... That this, was the best chapter in my opinion This makes so me want to talk to a detective, like to, to do that episode like we had talked about. And, oh, yeah. That has to happen at one point. My my contact for that fell through, unfortunately. So yeah, no doubt that. So start over, but I think we can reach out um, to like police.com. Yeah, go that's got to be a thing. We can slash, call them. Slash detective interview. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we want a detective on our podcast. Oh, sure. Do you guys do like a true crime podcast? Yes. <laughs> we'll just be we have uh, a focus very subtle about what we're doing. On cold cases about smugglers. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of Ali Singh. <laughs> we should do like like how they've done like the uh like the documentaries on like Adnan Syed and uh some yeah. of these yeah, uh, like making a murderer. I like that a lot. Accused. You're onto something. But it's just let's, Hardy let's, Boy related. Let's do that gritty documentary about one of these unsolved <laughs> like well these rare drugs went went missing one night all this stolen japanese silk and all there was a man who had come into town wearing a hat that had faint blood stains still on it appeared he tried to wash them out but being that it was the 20s we had no way to detect the dna he said it was beet juice and we believed him the only clue about him was he was wearing a bathrobe with the initials fh and he had short arms like a T-Rex. Swarthy, they said. <laughs> His hands didn't stick out of the sleeves of the bathrobe. <laughs> yeah. It was a man's bathrobe. I would love to do that episode or like a little mini. Give us money. We'll do this mini series. Yeah. Yeah. This could be one of the first things we shoot. com. Click on Patreon. Click on that Patreon. Um, or again, uh, message us yes. on uh, send us a DM on Instagram and if you Venmo us three dollars then you can write the ad that we will read or and we will write the ad about you yeah or if you I, have I a legit say, business the the one limitation is that it cannot be obscene or yes or that's explicit. a given yeah we have, we try to be a very family we're, friendly yeah, we're podcast family friendly so we, we can't be uh, explicit. Right. Um, but so with that in mind, there's still a lot more. Yeah. Uh, and so that's from where you will have to draw. Nice. I, I love that the audience doesn't know that we're just sitting here with our clothes tied around our head. <laughs> I still want to just take, I still do like naked. a publicity photo, like a promo <laughs> photo of us wading through something oh, with clothes tied I do to our love, head. We'll have twine. to find an indoor pool. Or we could probably still do outdoor and just going to be cold. Water's going to be warm. The water's going to be warm? Yeah. Where? Anywhere. Water's been heating all summer. Water's going to, as the air temperature cools, water's still warm. Dude, that's why, like, going to, like, if you go to a lake in June, 
water's freezing, but the temperature's hot. You go to that same lake in July, August, September, you start to have much, much warmer water. This is a science fact. <laughs> I wouldn't lie to you about anything. I believe you. We'll jump in. We'll do it. I'm part of the Polar Bear Club. I take a cold shower every morning. You take a t- cold shower every morning? Yeah. I did it for two years straight without missing a day until I Even went to Africa. Even during winter? Yep. The hell's wherever, wrong with you? wherever I go. Um, so I had done it for two years straight. Yeah. Until I went to Africa where there were no showers. And mm-hmm. so when I got back from Africa, I got out of the routine. Like I just, my streak had been broken. But I'm back at like six weeks now of not missing a single day. Um, but I typically take a warm shower in the morning. Oh, okay. So you do shower like a human. I shower like a human, but then at the end of the shower, like once I'm all covered yeah, in soap okay. the last yeah, phase, yeah. then I go full cold with the water. And oh, my I do that too. In full cold. Yeah. Yeah. But my full cold is like maybe 10 to 15 seconds max. There are days And where I start going, and making um, noises like that. I sing Busta Rhymes verse from uh, the Chris Brown song, Look At Me Now. No idea. I'll play it for you. Then you'll know. Okay, good. Uh, I was waiting for you to pull into a transition. I thought it was your turn. I did I did the last one with Kevin Steamed. You did Kevin Steamed? For 17. Are you sure? I am so sure. I talk, I just listened to it today. I talked about my friend Kevin, and have you ever seen him? Well, jeez, you didn't have to be so mean. I'm sorry. While we wait to get to chapter 18, that's just mean and teen. Yeah, it's got to be the dual syllable rhyme. What rhymes with eight? Nothing. <laughs> well, stop trying to hate. Orange. Mean. Tell you what. <laughs> tell you what. You think about it. You think about it for a second, while I. Continue talking about cold showers for a second. You know what? I'd rather just rate cream. Yes. <laughs> While waiting for chapter 18. <laughs> as you, as you, like, knowing where it's going, as soon as you say, like, rate cream, I get this, like, yeah, give it to me. <laughs> give me the number. Say this. Say it. It's an say eight. It. It's an eight. 18. <laughs> you nailed it. We're out. Boom. <laughs>